What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Mean, and joining me as always, live from a rave, is Connor Lawler. Sorry, what'd you say? I'm sorry, I, ca- I can't hear what you're saying. Put that Connor, fucking Connor. drugs down, lad. What? Put the drugs down, lad. <laughs> It's actually a cool guy, center. Connor Lawler, as we know. <laughs> By the way, that would be funnier. You do not edit music in behind me. I think it's funnier just <laughs> me in an empty room shouting, pretending to be in a rave. You're at a silent disco. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing funnier than somebody shouting and then the music stops and then they are shouting. And, and it's always the worst moment. They're shouting something incredibly compromising. Of yeah. <laughs> so I had my trousers around my ankles. Oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. So Hero or Zero is the show. <laughs> um, so, Sean, I look, I... I feel like we normally have a better intro than that. Sean tests my improv every week and every week I fail. He gets better this, and better. This is Hero Zero. This is the show where we choose one comic book character every single week. We talk to good points and their bad points. And we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. Now, I normally choose DC characters and Sean normally chooses Marvel characters. Sean, it is your week. Last week, I did Black Canary, an actually very good character. And one of my favourite DC characters. So, And actually a really I, cool character and a very mm, good report. Yeah, so uh, I'm assuming you've carried under the tradition of doing good characters. I followed a thread, Connor, because Black Canary... Part of the Birds of Prey, I think you'll remember correctly. Uh, just uh, to let everyone know, first and foremost, uh, Sean's reports, it is your first episode, are normally, um, how do I say this kindly, mm-hmm. they, they go off the rails at See, a certain point. This is the thing. I tried to keep this one as straight and narrow as possible because I no knew way. you were getting sick of it subconsciously. <laughs> what do you mean getting sick? It's been five years of 14 yeah. minutes of you doing a normal intro and then about 14 minutes in he's always like, so anyway, they go to a different di- dimension and sure, look, where everyone's have a grey crack. Um, did I mention that there's a duplicate actually? There's there's clothes now. There's none of that going on. There's okay. none of that going on. Okay. Um, so, before we get into this, could you give this a like and follow, whatever I podcast will. platform you're listening to this on? Uh, yes. Sean has promised us this is a good report, so that I think that probably deserves maybe a, a high rating. Put your faith in me, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I wouldn't, but I go ahead. I will not lead you astray. So, <laughs> so, someone else who's on the Birds of Prey, occasionally, I think, is Poison Ivy, perhaps? Hey, yeah, More of a Gotham City Siren, but whatever. Uh, yeah. So... And then we also, on the Patreon, uh, we talked about Sky High. Uh, that was January's movie review where we went back and reviewed 2005's Sky High. You know what? Surprisingly it's, all right. You know what, lads? It holds up. You thought we were going to shit on it. It was recommended by a pa- the patrons because they thought we were going to shit on it. We actually kind of went the other way. <laughs> and so, yeah. We, uh, yeah. So fuck you guys. Um <laughs> But one of the screw you guys. But Danielle Panabacker's character in that <laughs> yes. has poison ivy powers, can control plants. We agreed that's one of the coolest powers that's possible. One of the so most I powerful. Went yes, for, went looking for people in Marvel Comics that can control plants. We've already talked about Black Tom Cassidy, who can kind of control plants. Uh, but I'm talking today, Connor, about the very Plant Man. Plant Man. Plant Man. Okay, um, and how close is he to Poison Ivy? She's better, but 
This guy is okay. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> I love the idea of you in Kevin Feige's office, like, pitching yeah. a movie. It's like, like, oh, Kevin, he's no Poison right? Ivy, but, like... They're no Poison Ivy, right? But it's... I mean, if you're looking for a 6 out of 10 version of Poison Ivy, I'll tell you right now, I've got the but, character. Connor, that's like saying, like, who's the better basketballer, me or Michael Jordan? <laughs> like You, obviously. Of course, yeah, I can Of course, dunk. yeah. Um, no, so... This... It's a character, been around a while, had some weird rewrites. I will confess, I took those out because I think they're dumb. Now, you see, are you doing your journalistic duty by actively taking out the mad shit because you know you're going to get roasted by me and the listeners by keeping it in? Okay. There's, okay. I'm going to start a report. I'll tell you what I took out. Fantastic. Samuel Smithers was born in London. Raised an orphan, Smithers went to work as a lab assistant at a well-known London botanist who was exploring the low mental activity of plant life. After 10 years, the botanist died and Samuel moved to the United States in hopes of continuing his life's work. An invention to make plant life smart enough for human beings to speak with and understand. A noble pursuit, I think you'll agree. I'm... Yeah, I, I suppose it's a noble... Like, what what would that get us? Just, to be honest I with mean, you... I mean, cutting the grass to, would be a miserable experience. Yeah, uh, like, it would just lead to guilt, really, when you think about it. Like, if in any situation when you're, like, cutting down nature or trimming nature or maybe styling it in a certain way and you hear the screams. Yeah. Even maintaining nature, like... Mm-hmm. It, it's it's quite terrifying. Yeah. Um, also, I should say, created by Stan Lee and Dick Ayers in July 1963 in Strange There's a guy Tales. called Dick Ayers. Dick Ayers. You would surely go by Richard. <laughs> Richard, yeah. It was the 60s, man. Everything was, it was all fair game. So uh, Samuel did not have the proper education needed. So he went to work as a gardener in Glenville, Long Island, New York. He worked for a man called Mr. Evans, who eventually fired him because he was spending more time working on his inventions than gardening. Not long after, I need you to remember this is 1963, lightning struck his plant ray gun, giving it the power to control and animate all plant life. I love a <laughs> lightning strike origin story. It's it's something that's it's gone, right? It's, we've got we've lost it a little bit. We've in lost it a lot amongst the years. We've lost a lightning strike uh, or a thunder thunder and lightning in the sky. It's a rough night. It's stormy. You're in a lab. You're surrounded by some beakers. What's that weird liquid in there? We don't know. But if something hits it, golly gee, you might be able to run some fucking faster. I don't know. So, what I took out that was added in, uh, let me just double check here. We're talking 2002. uh, So they they retroactively added this to make it better. The lightning strike was caused by plant aliens who lived in Kunlun, the the secret monastery where Iron Fist is from. I knew. 
<laughs> Do you know what's so funny is I knew it was going to be dumb. Yeah. I, I knew you didn't want to tell me because it was going to prove my point from earlier on. But I I respect the fact that you you told me the truth. You could have yeah. you could have easily watered that down. There, yeah, there's no need for that to happen. It's fine that a lightning struck didn't even strike him. Struck his gun. <laughs> so it, he doesn't have any powers. Not at the start. No, when he's first. I mean, does he uh, get struck by lightning himself? Like, how, what are the fucking odds? It kind of takes over him a little bit. Plants, man, spores. And oh, shit. plants, you know how it is. So he made a disguise for himself, started calling himself Plant Man, and then he thought of a suitable revenge for his boss, Mr. Evans. I have a question. Go ahead. What powers does the gun have? It can uh, animate and control all plant life. So, as in, like, it makes them alive? It can. <laughs> Depending on what the story calls for at the time, Connor. <laughs> how how is he going to use that for? How is he going to use that for either good or evil? Imagine poison ivy's powers, right? Yeah. But imagine that's contained in a gun that can be taken away. <laughs> <laughs> a gun that, if he trips over and lets it spill out of his hands, he's ultimately just a man called Plant Man. Exactly. Like, when it Mm. says animate, like, he can control and move the plants. He can understand what the plant is going through. The plant doesn't get a whole consciousness and personality. But only when he's holding the gun. Only when he's... Well, he can shoot him with the gun and then they have that. And Mm. then it wears off after a while. Right, and then he stops understanding them. Yeah. Right, okay. So, how is Captain America going to defeat this lad? It seems... How did you know Captain America was going to come into it's this a, report? It's a, it's a Captain America-style villain. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's just dumb enough. There's um, no point in making the Hulk fight. <laughs> Connor. <laughs> <laughs> the, the people that... And what we've learned from a lot of Hero Zeros, whenever you come up with a character, that I'm like, geez, their power set is... I mean, it's fine. It's normally it's, just it's like a dude. level, yeah. Who, who like, he's just does minor crimes the next line you always say or one of the next lines is so anyway they get into a fight with Wolverine Hulk and (laughs) Spider-Man against them at once and they don't (laughs) win somehow yeah it's they they punch up what can I say always punch up good thinking first he has to get back at his boss Mr. Evans who was like hey just do my garden that I paid you for Um, so he frames him for robbery however (laughs) Evans sorry (laughs) Mr. Evans is crime is that he paid him to do something and yeah. he didn't do it and Mr. Evans was like hey man that's not cool I gave you the money could you could you, could do, you do that thing yeah could you do the job that I gave you the money for and, and his Plant Man didn't and Plant Man said he's the good guy in this scenario and he's going to frame him for a robbery <laughs> yes however Mr. Evans's daughter was dating the Human Torch at the time. Everyone's always dating the Human Torch. Man gets around, what can I say? Who thwarted Plant Man and cleared Evans's name. Um, even though the Human Torch destroyed the ray gun, uh, Samuel Smithers escaped. Uh, so he gets away. Right. He then created another ray gun, even stronger than the first. But how did... How did this one get hit by lightning? It didn't. He just... <laughs> Has it now? <laughs> so, so just, you know, just through osmosis, he now just kind of knows how the lightning gave him powers? Yeah, just figures it out. He uh, just figures it out. You know how it is when they just figure out stuff. 
So he has this new ray gun. He challenges the human torch to a duel in Bold the botanical strategy. gardens. Always punch up. Good thinking. He was defeated and taken to prison. Oh, uh, who could have seen that coming? <laughs> once he escaped, uh, he allied himself with the Magia, who is Marvel's version of the Mafia, uh, and other super-powered criminals. Uh, they, together, they unsuccessfully fought the X-Men, Falcon, and Captain America. I mean, <laughs> what are the Magia, right? So the Magia are coming up against the X-Men. First and foremost, like, poor idea. I mean, like, you're just the Mafia, and they're mutants. And they then they're like things done in Marvel, though, to be fair. Yeah, but, like, under they're more like... They more do deals that, like, fuck people over. It's not really, like, hand-to-hand combat against Cyclops. See, the Magia have a load of low-level villains as, like, enforcers. Mm. So, like, they'll just work for them. And then, occasionally, those enforcers will end up being on the wrong side of the (laughs) X-Men. The the issue... (laughs) Plant Man walks in, and it's just fucking Wolverine. Wolverine, Colossus, Psylocke, like... And he's just like... I've got a gun that talks to some fucking tulips. Hey, if if it's in a florist, he's fine. <laughs> Those tulips um, over there told me that you're a fucking prick. <laughs> so later, himself along with the porcupine and the eel attended the Celestial Mind Control Movement established by Nebulon. Neb- this doesn't. This is all you need to know. Nebulon, big weird octopus mind control creature. How do we are thirty minutes in like a fucking clockwork? Like he clockwork. does it every time. But they basically went to a self help seminar in the hopes of turning around their failing criminal careers. The three of them are so dumb and so they're down in their luck. They're a bit. They're not believing in themselves. Their confidence is low. So the logical next step, as is always, they joined a cult. Is what they're telling me. Pretty much, yeah. However, Plant Man, good head on his shoulders, sees that this is bullshit. He sees Mm. that this is all a fraud, it's a pyramid scheme, and he wants nothing to do with it. Um, So, on his own, he devised a plan to kidnap millionaire Kyle Richmond. Now, Kyle Richmond, uh, basically Batman in Marvel. His character called Nighthawk. Um, Both parents are dead. Billionaire playboy. Uh, likes to fight crime at night. In a does Plant Man know that Kyle Richmond is? He Nighthawk? does not. <laughs> mm, this I, I can see where this is going. Yes, go on. Kyle was in hospital recuperating from brain surgery, and mm. uh, Plant Man planned to ransom him for fifty million dollars. He was opposed by Richmond's teammates, the Defenders, uh, who you may know from the mildly successful Netflix show. Uh, but who are also Not Danny Rand. <laughs> oh, I don't think Danny Rand was in it at the time, to Get be fair. Um, but like, there's been a whole host of them. For, for reference, they include people like Black Panther, Beast, Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Rider. <laughs> Luke Cage. Mr. Fantastic. I love that Ghost Rider, a fucking, like, the devil's demon on a motorbike, a flaming skull up against the lad with a gun that can talk to sunflowers. Yeah, and so, to be fair to Plant Man, he realised he was outmatched. Good taken. He returned to the Celestial Mind Control headquarters. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's like, I'll give it a try. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so he, 
so he's smart enough to know that it's a pyramid scheme and yeah. he's like screw you guys I'm leaving right I'm gonna do my own crimes and then he tries to do a crime immediately he's like wait I am shit. Like, I am fucking useless. Maybe I do need that Maybe pyramid Maybe I scheme. need a pyramid scheme. <laughs> Pyramids are pretty strong. <laughs> How yeah. down on your luck do you have to be to be, like, knowingly going back into the cult to be like, look, it's better than whatever's out there. Yeah. Uh, so he saw he went to the cult, he saw his friends were brainwashed, and he changed his mind and wanted to leave. This time, however, Nebulon, the big octopus lad, blasted him unconscious. Because mm. he was like, I don't even want you in the nope. cult at this point. <laughs> the cult don't even want him. He's got no one. Like, the people who, they're like, no, honestly, keep your fucking house and your fight. We gen- you are worth nothing to us. You being here makes us kind of worse. Yeah, yeah, you, you actively, you are the weak link. Um, <laughs> you're not even part of the team and you're already the weak link. I do have a story to finish on, but I do also just want to name some other people that he's come up against. Fantastic. Uh, and you've named a couple of them already. Spider-Man, uh, all of the Avengers. At once. <laughs> Alpha Flight, who is Canadian Avengers. Hawkeye, the Fantastic Four, and She-Hulk. <laughs> just, he's just... What is the deal with low-level Marvel villains just constantly being like, yes... I'm the man to take out Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm obviously going to do it. Meanwhile, Spider-Man holds back every punch he ever throws. Like, he literally could like kill everyone in New York if he wanted to, but he kind of just doesn't want to. And also yeah. cannot be killed, basically. No, like you can't physically hit him. Like, oh yeah, if he doesn't so, want to be hit, his Spidey sense, like Spider-Man is just overpowered to the absolute max. As Spider-Man is. is broken. He's just, he's too much of a nice guy to do anything. <laughs> yeah, so like, the idea of your man with this gun being like, I'm going to wreck his fucking day. Watch this now. This is going to be ridiculous. So Plant-Man was eventually captured and imprisoned as part of a group of super-powered inmates who were regularly moved between maximum security locations in an effort to prevent their allies from breaking them out. Um, he has no allies, surely. He, at this point, he has very few. It, it, but there is It's a one of those where I think he's trying to integrate with the cool kids and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah fucking allies, yeah. I've, oh, I love smoking. Oh, mate, uh, you want to put me in maximum security, officer, I'll tell you that, because the amount of allies I have out there it's ridiculous. Did you not see me part of that cult? Loads of people in that room. So when he and the other members uh, were in transit from Seagate Prison to their next destination, an, earthqu- an earthquake uh, wrecked their convoy and freed them. Plant Man and his fellow inmates Hawkeye, Cottonmouth and Mentalo were forced to work together to escape as cybernetic machines prevented them from using their powers. Um, or leave or going more than fifteen yards from each other. So it's a, it's quite a cool story about all these dudes who hate each other have to. It kind of Suicide Squaddy, mm. like they have to stay close to each other. Or that's be actually, killed. you know what? That's kind of a fun little thing of like they hate. They're they're like the odd foursome, and they yeah. have to stick together, otherwise they die. Exactly. Yeah, but they they all hate each other. It's very video gamey as well. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh. So the earthquake was called by a dude. Caused by a dude called Graviton, um, who dropped Manhattan. Um, the Thunderbolts responded to this, who are basically the Suicide Squad. 
And they were all killed in battle except for one of the members, Songbird. So Songbird tracked down these escaped criminals um, and Hawkeye and Plantman volunteered to join the new team of Thunderbolts. They're like, look, we'll help you shut all this down. Um, Songbird revealed that Plantman was the key to activating a mystery weapon that the recently deceased Justin Hammer had left behind. Um, So, while with the Thunderbolts, it was learned that his powers, which had slowly been infecting him from the gun, were evolving and his body is now over 40% plant matter. This is when they start to rewrite the character and make him really fucking weird. In my head, in my head, Songbird comes into the room and there's like 50 people there and they're all like going for Thunderbolt and he's like, only one of you has the power to turn all of this around. One of the most powerful beings in all of our fucking world and you are the chosen one and he just points and just point and then like Plant Man is just like me? He's just like, like looking around each shoulder. <laughs> Hawkman, he's probably pride to the Jew. <laughs> so, uh, the Thunderbolts uh, confronted the Crimson Cowl who was beside ev- behind everything. Smith and Plantman was captured and experimented on to reveal the secrets that his bioorganic chemistry held in his body. Uh, during this procedure... Oh, fuck. Smithers' spirit... Connected with what is called the verdant green, Connor. Guys, we can all log off now. Uh, we have successfully reached the point. We've talked about the green before. <laughs> we have successfully reached the point where Sean, his report, obviously goes off the rails. I'm very glad we all stayed around long enough. He even deleted some bits, so this, this wouldn't happen. And this still best. sometimes happens. We don't know how. It just is there. Everyone strap in. We're about to talk about the green. The green is the embodiment of Earth's biosphere. So, there are various protectors of the green. Man-Thing is one of them. Uh, it's a, it's just nature and the idea of nature. Um, it's also sentient sometimes and can talk to people, but only certain people. Uh, the verdant green pointed out that the toxin in Smithers' body would be fatal to humans. He could choose to release this into the biosphere, kill all humans, and allow the plants to flourish as in pre-industrial times. However, instead, Plantman chose to release an antidote for the toxin into the atmosphere, stopping the plans of the Masters of Evil, who were trying to do this, this is why they needed Plantman, and Plantman appeared to die in the attempt. So he died to save all of humanity. But was he not the one that was also going to kill all of humanity? This is the thing. If they got him, they could get the thing out of his body and put it into the atmosphere. Okay, so it's not like he's the only one with the power to release the poison and the antidote. No, yeah, yeah. It's not that it comes down to his choice. It's cool, that cool, cool. this is in his body. Okay. Um, and he can... The verdant green told him, Connor. Um... By the way, I'm I'm slagging uh, Shaw, but there is something similar in DC for all that stuff as well. It's just like, yeah, nature. And they just have to, the concept of nature is all interconnected together. Again, Man-Thing and Swamp-Thing were created by two roommates in the same week. It's it's all the same. A lot of overlap. (laughs) It's all the same thing. So the Thunderbolts ultimately defeated the Masters of Evil, but they were confronted by Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. who wanted the remains of Plant-Man's body. 
because uh, they're like we can study him there's a weapon to be had here probably um, however uh, Plantman was able to revive himself by absorbing moisture from Hydroman who was also there at the time so he sucks most of the water out of Hydroman's body nearly killing him uh, mm. but he brings himself back to life right oh, so he's unkillable now he's not unkillable he's hard to kill Uh <laughs> After much discussion, most of the costumed heroes and villains chose to part ways. Plantman elected to join the Thunderbolts, hoping that their new mission, which was to work towards saving the world, would closely match his own goals of protecting the green from humans. Because he's like, maybe I can do more good on the inside, kind of a deal. Yeah, look, I get that. Yeah, it's a story point that normally comes up. I can see that logic. He increasingly began to lose touch with his humanity, becoming more and more motivated by his connection to the green. Um, Following a battle with a character called Moonstone, where the Thunderbolts and the Avengers teamed up, the members of the Thunderbolts agreed to go their separate ways after this, because they're like, look, the Avengers have the world protected enough at this point. Plantman volunteered to return to prison, hoping to reconnect with his human nature that he felt he was slowly losing. Oh, he's getting cool now. Yeah, this and that's kind of where he is at the minute. He hasn't popped up too much, um, but he like he goes back to where he would be removed from plant life and nature, so that he could rediscover that, you know what, what it's like that's to be like, human. That's a cool way to take the character because you treat then the plants as like like he is basically turning slowly into just a plant. Yeah, he's losing himself. Like, like, he's not a human anymore at a certain point. So, maybe it's 60-40 now, but the longer he spends in a jungle, it's then going to go 60-40 the other way, then 70-30, then 80-20. And he's just going to slowly just become not, like, human. And then if he had that choice again about killing all humans, what would he He do? He would just kill them. He would just kill them all. But he doesn't want to do that. Oh, that's a... You know what? He gets That's real interesting right at the end. Yeah, but they had to do a lot of shit to get him there. <laughs> to be fair, he's a 60s character who they had to True. wedge into this position. There's a lot of rewrites that have gotten into that. I think what probably happened was that through all of the multiple years of him being around while he was kind of dumb, um, yeah. was then they kind of seen Poison Ivy on the other side. And Poison Ivy's a really layered character, really cool yeah. Um, and such a and like a fan favorite, and they were like, "Wait, there's actually kind of a cool idea to go with here." Um, the idea of like somebody loving nature more than humans is a fascinating yeah. thing because they're kind of right at the same time. Uh, yeah, like ultimately on a gra- big picture, yeah, they're right. Sucks for humans. Yeah, but yeah, they're right. Like, well, like I mean, there's there's I always talk about the Batman the Animated Series episode when Poison Ivy makes herself like children and her own family out of plants, yeah. and like yeah, because I did like she just so she just has like a life, but because she can't connect with any humans, so she just creates she her just own family through plants. plant. The and like into powers and abilities, like he can do that as well. He can create life out of plant Shit. matter. I think there's a lot of copy my homework, but don't make it identical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he, he, his body is almost entirely composed of vegetable matter, allowing him superhuman strength and resistance to injury. He can also alter his shape and elongate his body. He can also mentally communicate with the verdant green, the psychic embodiment of Earth's biosphere. He can mentally command plant and vegetable matter. 
has a regenerative healing factor, um, he has genius level intellect despite his lack of formal education, and he can uh, create unique humanoid plant life called simuloids, which are creatures capable of mimicking human life and possessing rudimentary artificial intelligence. Um, so he's even made plant copies of himself that have fooled like security guards and stuff Shit, like that. Cool. Yeah. So he's and like I think he got really cool when they took away the ray gun. When he's yeah, the just, ray gun was what was making him the most uncool version of himself. Yes, but when it's just part of him, it's like oh, okay, he's actually like he could when they be just a serious took poison threat. ivy's powers when they, <laughs> when they just make him poison ivy that's when he gets really really good so we take a character that people really like and we'll just give him the same powers it's fine yeah like it's he, he, like yeah and now he doesn't carry any weapons because he just controls plant life control like, yeah i mean like i think it's such a cool interesting character one that um is incredibly dumb for about 50 years of a 60 year existence yeah um but not arguing there <laughs> i like the idea that they're just like wait that thing over there really works we should probably just do that um, yeah, or we keep should, it simple maybe we should try with this character maybe, just maybe we should just bit. like simplize this completely instead of he has a good because like why does he need a gun that can control nature? Yeah. Uh, like, it, yeah, it, again, it works so well for DC. It, it just goes along and, the lines of all the Flash villains of heat good, freeze good, nature good, yeah, whatever. I think we're gone past the days of, oh, this character has a special gun. Like, Because <laughs> then the question is, why does the hero not just kick the gun out of their hand and punch break, them to death? Break all of his fingers and it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Break all of his fingers on both hands, no longer able to use the gun. Threat neutralized. But uh yeah, that's that's Plantman, a character who is only really good now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I look, I shat on that character for a long time, um, mm-hmm. but came good at the end. And That's all I need. That just might be some remnants of my fondness for the character of Poison Ivy carrying over because I'm like melding the stories together. But yeah, you're giving him I'll, a lot of credit for I'm what giving, Poison I'm Ivy I'm giving him done. credit because I like a different character that has the same powers, but I can see potential is what I'm saying. Yeah. There's there's stories there that they could tell if they do decide to actually use him. Yeah, and I hope they do. I would like to see more more Plant Man, which I didn't mm. think I'd ever say. Yeah, so I mean, if this was your first Hero Zero episode, um, we have hundreds of these characters. We've covered loads of DC and Marvel characters at this point. Um, lots of them dumb, lots of them good, kind of some in, the, in between. We Most just cover everyone. Mostly in between. We cover everyone and try to give everyone a fair shake, but we will call them shit if they are shit. So, yeah, those um, are our rules. Well, not like shit as in like, but some the bad every character you like has been in a funny, bad story. And it's funny yeah, to kind of show every character them. has been bad. Yeah, at some stage. <laughs> Depends on the writer as well. Um, so you can get all of them on all of your podcast platforms. You can go back and search for all of them. Uh, we have Movie Monthlies coming out next week. We also have a Patreon episode up reviewing Sky High. Uh, that is for all of our patrons over there who support us. The link is down below if you want to head on over there. We have hundreds of hours of movie reviews and, uh, and stuff over there as well. Uh, we go back in a Lazarus Pit series and we review old movies to see if they still hold up and they're normally movies recommended by the patrons they all go into a hat and we pull one out Um, so that is every single month and then we do live hangouts as well for all the patrons which is pretty cool a lot happening over there a lot of happening over there if you want to get access to all that extra content it's basically $5 a month 
is what it is. So that's fine. Uh, that's fine. And you get me. access to all that extra stuff. Um, but yeah, you can give us a like, follow, whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. And most importantly, we just need you to tell one human being that we exist. Or two plants. <laughs> two plants. Although they don't have Spotify. Useless to us. That's true. One human then. <laughs> one human and maybe a plant. <laughs> and so I've been Conor Lawler. I've been Sean Mead. And we shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.